fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How's it going today? Super. How are awesome. you? Awesome. I'm well. It's Saturday, December 11th, 2010, episode 42 of the Hotbox, your favorite pot podcast. Yes, yes. Uh, it's almost Christmas. I know. What is what what do you get all of your pot smoking friends for Christmas? Does everybody just give each other pot for Christmas? <laughs> it well, cuz you can all give me pot for Christmas. <laughs> I'm totally down with that. Well, it depends. I mean, you know, you got to you gotta think about who you're giving stuff to. So, I mean, you know, everybody gets something a little different. Right. Grandma maybe gets some edibles. Yeah, As opposed know. to, you know. Maybe a little bit of sad. Little Jimmy who gets some buds. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, there's my non-smoking friends, and I have to figure what out do what you to get do for them? them. I usually make them regular cookies. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, you can eat these ones. Hold on, you don't you don't have any non-smoking friends. I oh, well, I have a couple. Your parents maybe. Well, I don't count them. Well, <laughs> I don't count them as parents. friends. So. <laughs> but no, I mean, like I have. Well, okay, I have smoking friends who are in relationships with non-smokers that I'm friends with. Really? Yeah. How does that work out? Well, you know, they're still there. They just don't get. I guess my girlfriend doesn't smoke, but. So, you know, when there's a rotation, they just, they're there, but they're just not in the rotation. Right. Because some people that don't smoke, like, don't even want to be around it. That's why I kind of picture, but I guess some people just really don't care. Well, and some people just prefer not to right now. (laughs) Berger says, do they still make those kinds of people? (laughs) Non-smoking friends? There's a few of them out there. There are. Well, that's cool. And they're still good people. I support them. Sure. Yes. I don't like the non-smoking ones that like rally to get pot like Oh, like safe further safe, demonized safe community or safe community yeah. safe kids, you know? Yeah. Wait, marijuana is mean. Yeah, those people. Are we doing a show on Christmas? Christmas is the 25th. It's a Saturday. We're going to probably really? skip that one, huh? Uh, wait. Now, is Christmas eat Christmas 25th, Day is the... T- I'm sorry, Saturday. I didn't have Christmas growing up, so I'm still getting all this stuff like... <laughs> From what I've heard, it's Saturday, Christmas it's the Christmas Eve 25th, is the 24th, and the 25th... Which is a Friday. Everybody opens presents in the morning. Right. And since, you know, me and my girlfriend are total heathens, we'll probably do a show the Friday. But then Christmas Day, like, you're going to be running around all day, and so am I, I'm sure. Well, yeah, it depends. Maybe in the evening. I've got three kids, though, so usually, right. like, we get presents all done by, like, noon, and then they're like, holy crap, we're done. Nice. And they just want to veg out the rest of the day. So I don't know. Maybe it's something we'll figure out when it all gets right. done. Cool. We'll see if so, we're busy or not. First, do you want to talk about this thing Burger sent in? Yeah. This is pretty awesome. This is the top 10 cannabis studies the government wished it had never funded. <laughs> Wait, I thought the government didn't study cannabis at all. Oh, they they patented stuff. Oh, okay. They've got all sorts. They That's have, interesting. They have patients that they supply marijuana to. I heard to. that. I so heard our federal that. government isn't really all together all the time. Did we get those letters written to clear up that little misunderstanding? You know, nobody replies. Nobody nobody listens. I got a bounced back email. It was like, nobody is at this address. <laughs> We're sorry. The government's out right now. I know. There was like 100,000 emails all just sent into the ether. Yeah. That was our government. Someone will be around maybe in January to look at your message. Yeah, Big Conis has a point. Danny only likes it when she's surprised with eating ganja food. That is true. I've seen her pretty buzzed on some ganja muffins and whatnot. Yeah. She just well, and that's smoke. a different experience, yeah. too. So, Dude. <laughs> I absolutely. mean, that's more of a body thing than the head yeah. thing. Okay, so the top 10 studies. I feel kind of like David Letterman. Do we have little cards? I can pull. Hold on. Let me find a broken glass sound effect. And I I, you throw the card and I'll hit the button. Okay. <laughs> I've got notebook paper. <laughs> Number 10. <laughs> 
Marijuana use has no effect on mortality. Hmm. Ooh. It's not going to kill you or make your life expectancy shorter? Apparently not. A massive study of California HMO members funded by the National Institute on Drug Abuse, the NIDA. Why did they just study the gays? I don't get that. <laughs> The HMO member. Oh, HMO. HMO. Oh, right, right. Oh, geez. I was going to say, that's kind of <laughs> odd that you would just want to study the gays. <laughs> the NIDA found marijuana use caused no significant increase in mortality. Tobacco use was associated it's with increased risk death. of death. Sydney, uh, blah, blah, blah. Marijuana use and mortality. And, oh, and that's the reference for right. where that information where is that came from. from. So, yeah, that's one, that's one study that they hmm. did that actually showed that it does not affect your lifespan. Well, it's good to know. Yeah. Considering we've been smoking for like the last 15 years. <laughs> yeah, right? Pr- feeling pretty positive about Yay. that. Number I'm nine. Back. What is number nine? Heavy marijuana use as a young adult won't ruin your life. High five. Oh, uh, yeah. High five. High five. Yay. It's not ruined. It's actually improved my life as a young I, adult. I, it has. Yeah, you I know what ruined my life as a young adult? <laughs> Pharmaceuticals. Yes. And women. And alcohol. And alcohol. No, I never really drank alcohol, that much. Well, alcohol screwed me up a couple <clears throat> times. <laughs> It did. Well, it's legal and it's easy to get. And if you're really having a bad right, day, yeah. it's like the easiest way to get all screwed up and not have to worry about it. I've anything. had friends kill themselves because of alcohol. Like in junior high, do you remember Chris? That was crazy. He yeah. was drinking like Mad Dog 2020 like a fiend because his dad was a dick. Yeah. Um, so, uh, number nine, veterans affairs scientists look at whether heavy marijuana use as a young adult caused long-term problems later. Hmm. Studying identical twins in which one twin had been a heavy smoker user for a year or longer, but had stopped at least one month before the study, while the second twin had used marijuana no more than five times ever. Interesting. That's Mar- an interesting, like, study slice there, when you can actually do a study on twins. Yeah. Because you basically have the same... Like internal. Well, yeah, they're. they're, It's going to affect them identically. Right. They're the same kind of. Yeah. It's a good control. Um, marijuana use had no significant impact on physical or mental health care utilization, health-related quality of life, or current socio-demographic characteristics. So, it it doesn't. Regardless of where you're at or what background you come from. Yeah. It's gonna. It's not going to affect you. Right. You know what does affect you? Growing up in the ghetto. Uh-huh. Having a drunken parent. Uh-huh. Drugs. Growing like up in general. Growing screws up. Screws people up. School. Yeah. Church. Thank you. Sensory overload. <laughs> I want everything I see in every commercial I see ever. Immediate gratification. Constantly. <laughs> Constant immediate gratification. Number eight. Number smiley face. That's yes, so awesome because eight parenthesis is the sunglass smiley face. Yeah. Uh, the gateway effect may be a mirage. Mm. Marijuana is often called a gateway drug by supporters of prohibition who point to statistical associations indicating that persons who use marijuana are more likely to eventually try hard drugs than those who never use marijuana. Yeah, we've known that's BS forever. Right. Implying that marijuana use somehow causes hard drug use, but a model developed by Rand Corp researcher Andrew Morale demonstrates that these associations can be explained without requiring a gateway effect. More Interesting. likely, the federally funded study suggests some people simply have an underlying propensity to try drugs and start with what's most readily available. It's called an addictive personality. And I think that the majority of the people I know have one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it feels good, Why I want to do it. Why not? Yay! It wouldn't feel good if it wasn't good. Oh, that felt good, and now bad. this guy says this will feel even better? Like meth. Sure. Meth made me feel bad. I don't do meth anymore. Well, and see, honestly, the first thing I, the first two drugs I ever did, if you break it down, were alcohol and tobacco. Caffeine. 
and tobacco. Well, caffeine, I that right. was forever ago. I don't, I don't even. Were you on that. like any Ritalin or anything like that as a child? Well, I mean, I was on different psychotropic, you know, brain hmm. leveling. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, damn it. No. <laughs> it's a whole part of my life we're going to leave alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Pantus. Pete stole. I thought it was pedestal. Pedestal? Oh, that's clever. Uh, he says, if you smoke, you're not going to poke. That's what a teacher in... <laughs> that's what a teacher in grade six told us when we got caught doing blades in the gym chamber. <laughs> that's awesome. If you smoke, you're not going to poke. Well, I mean, honestly, though, I mean, as a kid, you you experiment. And yeah. Marijuana is something that is there. You you've always Most, got a friend who has at least got something like right, that, or a parent, or somebody. Right. Somebody knows somebody. So it's you just try numbers. that because it's something safe. You know, everybody's tried it. You've heard your parents talk it's about. It's a good trying introductory it. drug. My first drug was Nodos and Dramamine. We used to go to Rosars and steal them. And I know the statute of limitations on this is up because this was <laughs> when I was like sixteen or fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> and when you'd mix them together, a bot a box and a thing and you'd take them and it effed you up well i still and then i found pot when i was 14 and 15 doing lines of ritalin i mean i was a kid doing that and that was a huge step up for me. right you know <laughs> pedestal says that about the teacher we bought him hang gliding lessons for not ratting us out <laughs> nice. That's awesome. in sixth grade here you go teach Alrighty. Well, I'm glad that they actually studied that and <laughs> nobody freaking knows about it. Yeah. See, this is all the kind of information that should be like all of these actual where they're getting this from, like the actual studies. All that needs to be in one place where people oh, can like yeah. point people to and be like, yeah. here, look. Yeah. Um, Because every all 10 of these are honestly, these are federally funded things that the government knows, yet marijuana is still illegal. So keep right. that in mind. Okay, number seven, prohibition doesn't work. <laughs> uh, duh. Part one, <laughs> right? <laughs> when oh, that's you're they're holding on to this one uh -huh. though, like for like it's their last. Uh, I don't know. What, have it, you ever been in an argument where at silly. some point in time you realized you were wrong, and then you were like, "I'm so deep into this, I can't give in now." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, every day of my I life. I think this is. <laughs> I think this is one of those arguments. Yeah, I, that's what I always thought too. Is that they just they they would lose so much face if they were like, "Oh, remember all those eighty years of us telling you that this is evil? It's totally the opposite of that. Our Sorry bad. We Sorry, we were keeping this from you. Here's your friends and family back from jail. <laughs> Our bad. Yeah. Here's a voucher for a free breakfast at the local IHOP. Everybody gets a free door that got one kicked in. Yeah, right. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, those of you that got guns shoved into your backs, we're sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of past the point of no return. I'm I'm very impressed They've, that we've gotten as many states to do it medically. Well, and see, I mean, I think that this is just a snowball effect. It will right. get bigger Absolutely. as things go further. Once we get, I think once we get at least half of the states. Well, and I think as soon half, as we get more politicians that know this. Right. That some know of them about, don't. Yeah, some of them don't care. The majority some of, them of them don't. The majority of them don't even know that the federal government supplies patients exactly. with marijuana themselves. Exactly. You know, I mean, there's so much education that gets left out. Right. But then again, they had more than half of the states back in Irvin's yeah, day that exactly. had medical things. No one just, no one used them. You couldn't right. do it. Right. Um, so anyways, number seven, the White House um, had the National Research Council examine the data being gathered about drug use and the effects on U.S. drug policies. NRC concluded the nation possesses little information about the effectiveness of current drug policy, especially of drug law enforcement hmm. and what data exists show and what data exists exists show little apparent relationship between severity of sanctions prescribed for drug use and prevalence of frequency of use. In other words, there is no proof that prohibition, the cornerstone of U.S. drug policy for a century, reduces drug use. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. They hate that, I bet. 
Because mm-hmm. you know those studies were initially started to be like, hey, we need some proof that this is evil. Find it. That's what They started with, with a negative hypothesis about pot being bad. That's why these are the kind of studies that they are. Well, Nixon had all of those studies right there in front of him that showed how beneficial marijuana was, and he destroyed them to continue with the just saying no, you know, the the no zero tolerance thing. Yeah, we were talking about that after the last MMGA meeting. How you notice that stuff. And I remember Every time I would beat the X-Men arcade game, it would be the dare thing. Yeah. Just say no to drugs. Every time you beat Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, just say no to drugs. You it's get like, a ribbon. I was smoking pot the whole time I was playing this video game. That's- yeah. You get a ribbon every <coughs> single year at school that gets you into free movie, you know, all this stuff. And kid- kids don't know why it's happening. Right. If I'm not smoking cannabis, I just say no to that game because yeah. it's just not fun. Yeah. Okay. Number six, prohibition doesn't work part two. Does prohibition cause the gateway effect? Question mark. U.S. and Dutch researchers supported in part by NIDA compared marijuana users in San Francisco, where non-medical use remains illegal, to Amsterdam, where adults may possess and purchase small amounts of marijuana from regulated businesses. If they want to. Right. Do you want to smoke? Looking at such parameters as frequency and quantity of use and age at onset of use, they found no differences except one. Lifetime use of hard drugs was significantly lower in Amsterdam, which it's with its tolerant marijuana policies. For example, lifetime crack cocaine use was 4.5 times higher in San Francisco than Amsterdam. Interesting. Hmm. Are you sure they didn't get that backwards? So if you make it legal, in theory, people just won't care about it anymore. Like when kids turn 21, for the most part, they just don't care anymore. The head of their drug policy per- in Amsterdam actually said marijuana use has decreased by 60% since they legalized marijuana. Once something is legal, you lose interest. I mean, I have, myself included, have a lot of friends that honestly, you drink a whole lot more before you were 21. And yeah. the day you turn 21. Right. And then, after and that, then you wake up and you're, down. yeah, I'm never drinking again. Because, well, and you're like, well, I can just buy it whenever. Yeah. So, the allure of it dissipates. Yeah. And cigarettes, too. You smoke because you know you'll kill someone if you don't. <laughs> Not because what? it's just some fun thing that you're going to do to take up time always, right. you know. Well, I started smoking because everyone was smoking. I started and smoking. And I was bored. I started smoking because I always reason. knew I could talk to that group of people. Yeah, right. I could walk up to them and ask for a light and I could talk to them. Gave me an in wherever I went. I'm honest about that. I wonder how many people that's true for. Because it, it, you get that built in like, hey, got a light. Yeah, you know, you see a girl smoking, and you, instantly you have something in common. Yeah, and it's easy to approach those people. They're outsiders like you are. And in school, that's where all my friends were too. Was out on the corner smoking cigarettes, you know. And I, I smoked cigarettes long before I smoked pot. Yep. You know. Um. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, number five. This is one of the big ones. Uh oh. Oops. Oopsies. Marijuana may prevent cancer. Wait, do you have cancer yet? Not yet. Me neither. So far, so good. (laughs) This is only part one. Right. Federal researchers implanted several types of cancer, including leukemia and lung cancer, in mice, then treated them with cannabinoids, unique active compounds found in marijuana, THC and other cannabinoids shrank tumors and increased the mice's lifespan. Interesting. Kind of like on uh, Irvin. And this is actually published in the journal of the National Cancer Institute. So that's September on... 1975. That's on mice. Yeah. Did they study what it was doing to Irvin's tumors? Because it, he said illegal. it... Oh, oh, Irvin, right. though, he was studied by... Actually, he was studied by university here in Montana. Right, right. But this, I mean, I don't... Did that get back to the feds? Like, I don't did, know. Do you guys know that this is... I don't know, but see, it's... it. it That's interesting. If I wonder if it can like counteract the cancer that smoking cigarettes might cause. 
Well, remember that study we we were talking about one time on the show where it was saying that people who smoke cigarettes and tobacco yeah. had a higher rate of cancer. We were like, well, isn't that just because of the tobacco? Right, right. I mean, how do you add marijuana into that? Because people who just smoke marijuana That's don't have cancer. I'll be interested to see when I'm like 85 if I still don't have cancer and I'm still smoking cigarettes. Yeah. I'm going to be pissed because, you know, you kind of smoke <laughs> it so that you get cancer at like 70, 80 and call it good then, you know. Oh, man. This this one goes on for a bit. Number four. Oops, marijuana may prevent cancer part two. Part two. In a 1994 study, the government tried to suppress federal researchers gave mice and rats massive doses of THC looking for cancer or other signs of toxicity. <laughs> the rodents given THC lived longer <laughs> and had fewer cancers in a dose-dependent manner. Well, we didn't see that coming. Are you sure, like, you, can, can you just write a paper that says it caused cancer? Because we really need you guys to find something negative about this plant. Well, that's like the guy with the monkeys. He said it kills brain cells. And then they realized that his research was putting a mask on a monkey yeah. and pumping 60 Cuban cigars worth of pot smoke into their face all at once. Yeah, that's no good. They were suffocated. Of course it yeah. killed brain cells. It killed all their cells, dude. You can't breathe. You I have mean, to be able on. to breathe. That's Let key. the chip smoke the doobie in his own time and yeah. then tell me if it kills brain cells. You, any kind of smoke is going to do that. Like You just can't <laughs> breathe. Yeah. It has nothing to do with what kind of smoke it was, dude. Right. It could be you know anything. Right. Number three. Oops, marijuana, <laughs> marijuana may prevent cancer part Another trace. study about that? Wow. Yes. Researchers at the Kaiser Permanente HMO, funded by NIDA, followed hmm. 65,000 patients for nearly a decade, comparing cancer rates among non-smokers, tobacco smokers, and marijuana smokers. Tobacco smokers had massively higher rates of lung cancer and other cancers. Oh, this is that study. Marijuana smokers who didn't also use tobacco had no increase in risk of tobacco-related cancers huh. or of cancer risk overall. Huh. In fact, their rates of lung and most other cancers were slightly lower huh. than non-smokers. You don't Though say. the difference did not reach statistical significance. Really? Why is that? Well, it was probably one of those like point one zero percent, you know, differences where it was like okay, but maybe it's just the group of right. people. Right, and we're we're actually trying to find something negative. Well, so. yeah, and they can't so far. So uh. interesting. And now number two. Oops, marijuana may prevent <laughs> cancer. Part four. Interesting. Donald Tashkin, a UCLA researcher whose work is funded by NIDA. That's federal uh, yes, federal funding? Yes. Huh. Did a case control study comparing 1,200 patients with lung, head, and neck cancer hmm. to a matched group with no cancer. Even the heaviest marijuana smokers had no increased risk of cancer hmm. and had somewhat lower cancer risk than non-smokers. Interesting. Yeah, hmm. that's pretty significant. Hmm. I think. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. And now, number one. Dun, 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 dun. Marijuana does have medical value. No, that's that's a typo. It says doesn't. Does. does. It? Wait, it because the marijuana government. Marijuana does. I could have sworn the government said it does not. I'm sure if they could, they would put a big red end. Are you right sure in that's there, not a typo? It does. It does. Huh. In response to passage of California's medical marijuana law, the White House had an Institute of Medicine, IOM, review the data on marijuana's medical benefits and risks. The IOM concluded nausea, appetite loss, pain and anxiety are all afflictions of wasting and can be mitigated by marijuana. Interesting. While noting potential risks of smoking, the report added, we acknowledge that there is no clear alternative for people suffering from chronic conditions no. that might be relieved by smoking marijuana, such as pain or AIDS wasting. 
Is that what it's called when you have AIDS? You're just wasting? Well, it's a form <laughs> That's of wasting. That's not very nice. I know. But it's because your body is just basically breaking down into nothing right, and wasting. Yeah. What a waste. Yeah. <laughs> the government's refusal to acknowledge this finding mm. caused co-author John A. Benson to tell the New York Times that the government loves to ignore our report. They would rather it never happen. I bet. I bet. Let alone how many states that are filled with medical cannabis smokers that are all doing there you can't find one person that is actually doing worse than when they started smoking everybody right. has at, at least a little increased benefit that's well, interesting. And I posted that that story in the chat too so that everybody can kind of go in and see the where those came from and actually you know look yeah, at their sources and all that because i mean this is actually stuff that has been published as much as the government didn't want it to be research like this has come out and there's tons more where that came from oh, i'm there's sure so much more i'm sure so much more the government is so much more involved in this than anybody could ever even comprehend which i think they they started out and they did their research and they got to a point where they were like, this plant is basically what we've been searching for as a cure-all. It's the closest thing we have to a cure-all. It's like a miracle drug. And they were like, we can't let this get out. This is going to cripple our economy because of how much of it is based on a pharmaceutical industry model. Well, how much That if this you- gets out there, you know... Well, you've got to look at how much money the pharmaceuticals put into our government. Exactly. That, too. Yeah. So they saw how great it was, and they were like, we cannot let this get out. We have to hold on to this prohibition with every last, you know, bit of our beings, even though we're so wrong. Like, they have to know they're wrong. They have to. Oh, they know they're wrong. They They just won't admit it. Right. And they never, and you know what? I don't know if they ever even will. Even if marijuana becomes legalized, I don't know if the government will ever backtrack and say, you know what? All right, people, we were wrong. Right. Our bad. Sorry. We were trying to, you know, whatever. Our bad. They're, I don't think they'll ever do that. That's sad, though. And, and fine. Okay, whatever. Don't admit it. At the very least, like, stop putting people we know in jail because of it. And, like, it, granted, it hasn't happened here in a long time, but. I'm sure in other places where our listeners are, people know people who have been put in jail because of pot. And that's ridiculous, you know? It's insane. So don't admit you're wrong, but at the very least, like, stop doing that. Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the government just, you know, Irv's book really has a lot of information in it. My Medicine. MyMedicineTheBook.com. That's where you can get it. Good book, definitely. I mean, he. This is a person who. Did you bring my copy back yet? I'm I'm reading it again. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, there's that's a fine. lot of good stuff. I in know, it. dude. It's so crazy. I know, but I mean, this is someone who, in the '70s, started receiving medical or went to the FDA and actually spoke to them about how marijuana benefited his life and this horrible thing that he's dealing with forever. Yeah. He's lived. Past when doctors said he should. Yeah. I mean, and he is a successful person. Yep. He's he's doing great in his business. Yep. And he receives nine ounces of federal medical marijuana every month. Yep. And our tax dollars pay for that. Even if you don't support marijuana, you're you're buying it for him. Because our government recognizes it as being a medical benefit for, for him. him. Right. And three other people. Right. But they won't do that for us because how do they make money? Exactly. What happens to the pharmaceutical companies? How do they regulate it? Mm. They're crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that sucks that even even knowing all that, like, they're still fighting it as hard as they can. And people are, end up, like I said, in jail because of it or losing their jobs because of it. And that at least that needs to stop for sure. Yeah. And yes, Burger, nine ounces a month 
pre-rolled government-grown marijuana. It's not very good. Uh-uh. Just saying. Well, I mean. they don't... They're not... No. See, me, my stuff usually, mm. I, I make sure they're nice buds. They've mm-hmm. been trimmed nice. Little stem, maybe. This but is like stems and... This is stem seeds. This is the whole plant ground up and then rolled into a joint. Yeah. <laughs> like a big... It's like your chicken McNuggets, <laughs> basically. Yeah. With beaks, <laughs> lips, assholes, toes, claws, don't matter. The whole thing is yeah. in that chicken nugget. Uh, yeah. We just grind it up into a fine paste. And then, and then we mm-hmm. squeeze it into a rolled, pre-rolled paper tube. Spread it up and drop it in grease. Pop it into a tin can and there you go. Yay. There's your pot. Yep. And I mean... And, chicken McNuggets. And they, they had 16 of these patients. And they, you know, I mean, they're sick people. They had more they than cost, that uh, that yeah, weren't yeah, getting yeah. caught that never got a chance to. And over the years, you know, we've, unfortunately, these people have, you know, passed on. So there's four people now. Four. Total. And hopefully Irv will be on the show here soon within the next month or so. Yeah, he's coming back up here. Yeah, he is. That's cool. He is, and he would love to sit down with us, which I'm so excited about. Hell yeah. Because he is a very knowledgeable person. Yeah. And I mean, his book is just, it's so crammed full of just... And actually, if you want to hear him talk and see him talk, if you go to the Hotbox YouTube account, there's a bunch of talks up there, and one, a couple of them are him. So yeah, he gives, uh, you can kind of get an idea of what's going on. Yup, yeah. Very cool, though, definitely. Like, just going back and when I was editing those, listening to them, like, they're so great. Yeah. He is such a great speaker. Well, even just listening to the show when we called him. Yeah, that was way cool, know, too. You know, I'm definitely. like, oh, wow. He's, <laughs> he is so well-spoken, and he knows just what to say and how to say it to where you're like, wow. You know, he's right. Yep. You know, those... And he's a good... It's a good... uh avatar for the movement like he's a yes. good pro a poster guy for he it is well and professional I mean, you know well, stockbroker was against it yeah he kicked, he kicked his first out. girlfriend out because i had that yes. in my interview questions that was one like you for real kicked out your girlfriend because of it and <laughs> like, now, that's kind of a dick thing to do don't yeah. you think <laughs> but i mean and he's very firm though he doesn't yeah. call it marijuana he calls yeah, yeah. it cannabis he doesn't you know when he smokes it doesn't look like he's smoking right it looks like he's smoking a cigarette you, yeah. you can't tell so i mean kind of smells like it too <laughs> Thank you, he loves government. coming to Montana because we got oh yeah got the good we got good the hookup cannabis here for sure. You like that strawberry? I right like there? it a that lot. That is nice. I like it a lot. I I, I, li- I almost say I like that better than that hemp star. Really? Yeah. Wow. The hemp yeah. star tasted like really super good, but the buzz like I don't know. It didn't last very long. I have a pretty high tolerance, but well, I think like we both this do. has me pretty faded right now. So really, and it tastes good too. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's smooth. So I know we have to get to uh, this uh, story. Oh, are you- this is all you, buddy. <laughs> oh, the Libby one. So what happened? Okay, uh, locally so- here. <laughs> <laughs> and in this corner, weighing in at ninety-eight pounds, soaking wet with pot in her pockets, <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> So Libby, what happened in okay, Libby? So are there people that, that are still living in Libby? Like that are are they still alive up there? Oh, I know uh, most of them have asbestosis. Yeah, right. That sucks. That that is sad. It was a cool town, There's man. There's still a few people there. So for anyone who's new that's listening, let me oh, just please. start out by throwing a little bit of background on you so you know where I'm coming from before I get started on this because I may rant a little bit and you won't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I was involved in a clinic that wanted to help people by dispensing marijuana and I was an office manager there and did everything. This is when we first started the podcast. You had been working there what like six months? Before you uh, came to me and we yeah, started this? probably maybe. Well, it might have been closer to like three to four months. Was it? Okay. But still, I mean, you know, I I was there five days a week. I helped with, run the doctor clinics. I made sure everyone was taken care of all of the time. Yeah. And you, know? you could tell, like, that when I, I worked in there a little bit with you, and the people were, like, so happy and relaxed and comfortable in that place. Like, you, you knew what you were doing, for sure. Right. And I mean, I have a genuine 
I have a genuine need to help people. I mean, it's it's just I want to know what you're going through and how can I help you? What can I do to make your day better? And this was just, I mean, the perfect thing for me. I was able to talk to these people and I was able to do something that I truly loved and cared about. You know, and I was able to help them in the process. Above and beyond. Yes. Just like selling them cannabis. Right. And (coughs) unfortunately, these people that I was involved with cared more about money and getting (coughs) the cheapest thing they could. And Right. Just moving product. They wanted to just make money quick from selling pop. Quality. They didn't care about the patients. They didn't. It was a business. And right. whatever, people want to just start a business, but that's not well, what... Well, and there were so many other things, too, that were wrong. I mean, yeah. you can't take money... You can't steal from Peter to pay Paul. That doesn't work in business because you're going to end up getting F. What you have to do is set it up so that it looks like Peter robbed Paul and then they just kill each other. That's how you, but well, you know, if you're going to be shady, be shady the right way well, at least. These people, <laughs> unfortunately, were shady, and they put me right. in a shady spot. And when I decided to take it on myself to find out just how shady these things were, and they started getting investigated by the state for not take not paying their employees the way they were supposed to and doing hmm. all this other stuff... Hmm. I'm the one who got in trouble and got fired and and then got accused of theft. Apparently, I stole a ton of stuff from there, which just still to this day boggles my mind. Yeah, right. I had to go get a full-time job after they let me go during the day to help make sure my family was taken care of just because they refused to pay me the money they owed me and they decided they wanted to take me to court. So now I have to pay for a lawyer to defend myself and prove I didn't do something. Right. Whatever, though, I know I didn't, so no big deal, right? No big deal. It's fine. It's, it's handled. It's covered. But yeah, overall, very shady uh, situation, definitely. So I have been dealing with this for the last couple of months now. You know, just going through the court processes. I had to talk to police officers because... They are. They're trying to basically make it seem like their business is going under and it's my fault somehow. Right. Because you're, yeah, your well, business is going under because you are not very good at running this business. Well, and I was the easiest person for them to take it out on exactly. because I didn't invest any money into exactly. it. Exactly. I was there from the very beginning, but I didn't put anything into it except for my knowledge and my heart. And right. they took advantage of both of those things. So, on to the story. Mm-hmm. Apparently, after they left or had me leave, they opened a store in Libby. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. I go there once a month. I've never seen it. uh, It's probably like an outhouse back behind a bar (laughs) somewhere that he was able to get real cheap rent on. Really? (laughs) As long as you can save money, I don't care. He's like, oh, look, there's a hole in the door. Just hand it through there. (laughs) It'll keep you safe. You don't need a security system or anything. That's right. If anything happens, you can just outrun them because everyone's lungs are shriveled. Oh, sad. Oh, no, it is sad. That corporation totally effed those people. Yeah. So the Libby City Council voted Tuesday to give a medical marijuana dispensary 60 days to relocate outside of the city limits. Peace out, guys. In response, one of its main investors promised litigation. <laughs> uh, really? How? You know... He's not even investing with his own money, people, so don't take it like <laughs> he's losing something. This is money he took from somebody else. We've he's learned. promising them crap, and now it's it's right here, mm. so he's not losing hmm. anything by this. Don't feel sorry for him. Right, okay? and we've learned from history that it's never wise to fight wars on more than one front. Like when you start getting attacked by like eight different tribes, you know? He's starting crap with so many different people. I know. How does he pay for all this? don't shut up about me. Yeah, that's so stupid. You know, the only time I've talked about them has been on this show, and I haven't even, like, come right out and said, like, their full names and what the company name is and all that other crap. The story says it right here, and that's the only reason why I'm going to say it. (laughs) But I tried, and I didn't even contact any of their patients. I kept myself in check. Yeah. But they're going to They go were making phone calls that day, remember? Yeah, they like, were offering 
people, they were offering my patients free medicine if they would switch to them out of my name because I refused to give them my card. I refused to let them have any of that. But they found the names and numbers and went through and started calling people. But I had a good group of people out of that that yeah. told them, you know what? F y'all. Yep. I'm with Sandy. She takes care of me. And I know it's her busting her butt and not you. Yeah, right. Sandy's the one who tells you what's good and what's not. Sandy's the one who helps. He has know. no idea. They have no clue, dude. No, none. He's like that chick at the subcommittee hearings that didn't know the difference between hash and pot, you know? They have no <laughs> idea at all. They don't know your sativas from your indicas from anything, dude. I got. They don't care. That's the thing. Like, long. we're intrigued by this because it's yeah. freaking cool. Like, they don't give a shit. You saw I would be there during the day, and I would have person after person after person coming in, asking me questions. My phone's ringing off the hook, and I'm getting emails yeah. from these people. On that a are, Sunday, dude, yeah. just chilling, or a Saturday, just and, totally chilling. And they're like, what is this strain good for? Is this a good price? Is this good? Is this the good? Because they don't know anything, and yep. I'm still trying to help all these people. You know, it's like, come on. At some point in time, you can't be in this if your goal is money. The goal is helping people. Money is a benefit. Yep. That is how this business Because without the people, there wouldn't be the money. It's still a medical situation. Exactly. Without the patients, there's nothing. Who are you going to sell pot to, dude? Well, anybody can go buy it off the street. You better have kids so that they can can grow up and go to junior high and then sell pot for you. (laughs) Yeah. Anybody can buy it off the street. You need to make sure these people know that you value the fact that they walked into your place and they trust you to provide them with good quality herbs. Especially with such a young industry. Exactly. We're still working it out. So when there's somebody that knows that kind of stuff and is willing to share that with you, like you value that. Well, and see, I put so much into it because I wanted it to be something that was about people and where, you know, people knew it was caring and they, they threw right, it all as the name says because they, they didn't care about me at all. They you were trying to live money. up to the name. Yeah, but okay. So whatevs apparently quote, I'm already losing money in this business, but I'll lose more money if I have to defend my patients, said Kevin Moore, Hmm. investor and former director of a group of medical marijuana dispensaries, the Helping Centers of Montana. Hmm. There's one in Columbia Falls, Big Fort, Kalispell, and apparently Libby for the next 60 days. Right. Moore argued that the council shouldn't worry or wait, uh, nah, 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 nah. the helping center of Libby doesn't meet one of the requirements of a city business license, the council said, because it violates federal law, but, which reads that medical marijuana is illegal. But, what Kevin did was <coughs> he registered his, he registered his business as pain management. They have a medical marijuana one. You're supposed to select that one. Right. Not he pain didn't management. do that. He selected pain management to get the business license to go through. Whoops. And it's got, it got caught. Yeah. He's a medical marijuana dispensary. You can't lie to people. Yeah, no. You're not. The, a pain center is where you go to get pharmaceutical narcotics right. for the most part. Moore argued that the, the council shouldn't worry about repercussions from the federal government since the Obama administration has clearly stated that it would not prosecute medical marijuana users who comply with state law, which technically isn't what it said. It suggested that they don't pursue charges against medical marijuana patients. It does right. not say anybody's free and clear. Right. But, you know, way to get them educated, right? <laughs> Mayor, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, just going to be picky because I really no, don't like this fine. guy. No, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Mayor Doug Roll pointed out many times throughout the meeting that the merits of medical marijuana and whether it's legal were not the issue. Roll said the special meeting was to t- determine whether the dispensary met all of the requirements to possess a city business license. Hmm. Cou- council members say they unknowingly approved a business license for the enterprise this past fall because the application did not explicitly state it was a medical marijuana provider, but a pain clinic. <laughs> right. Which kind of frustrates me because... <clears throat> 
the state's already up in a tizzy over the fact that chronic pain is so overly used. Right. Right. They, they wanted to kind of change that so right. you couldn't use it as. Right. So, I mean, why are you hiding behind pain clinic? Why can't you just come out and say that you're a medical marijuana clinic? Because you're shady and you know for a fact that pain clinic will go through, especially in a place like Libby where there's a lot of people in pain. Right. But what you didn't tell them was that you were going to be treating pain by prescribing medical cannabis, that- not Oxycontin. Well, and see, if you're forward with everybody right from the start, this crap won't happen. Exactly. But he doesn't know how to be forward. Right. He likes to be shady. In the shadows, fly by night. The council hopes that a ruling will come back in a similar case in district court between the city of Helena and a medical marijuana provider. Sleeping Giant Caregivers is alleging that a city cannot impose restrictions on a business that is regulated by the State Department of Health and Human Services. If Sleeping Giant wins the case, the Libby Council may revisit its decision before two months is up. If Helena wins, we're on good grounds for rescinding the license, council member Bill Bischoff said. If not, we haven't caused any damage. They're still in business. However, the council didn't schedule any further meetings about the matter. You're putting me in a difficult position because I don't know if I'm supposed to be packing up after 59 days, Moore said. I'm simply not going to do it. After 59 days, I'm going to file an injunction. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. That's, I'm going to drag you know, this thing out this, in court forever. This is the same thing he does, though. Every time somebody acts like they're going to step on his toe. I'm going to sue or you. Get his, yeah. He I'm going to sue you. He has filed paperwork on so many people in this town. It's not even effing funny anymore. Yeah. I can't even count them on one hand, and I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. At some point in time, stop doing the lawyer and just realize that you failed and leave. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. Ah. You can only start shit with so many people before they string you up and tell you to leave and make you leave. Yeah. Like, that's just not good business. Right. And it sucks that we have to root for, we hope that they do shut this down just because he's such a jerk off. If somebody- when any medical marijuana, like in the court right now, we want them right. to win. But I it's do. because he's such a jerk off that we don't, you know? Right. And that I mean, sucks that we have to be like that. If this is someone I could support, he makes the industry totally look bad. Different. I he would makes cause- it look so yeah, bad. I would be causing an uproar. I would be angry at Libby for telling them to leave. But because I know this guy and I know what he's really about, right. I'm glad Libby is telling right. him to leave. Because I don't want them to have a bad impression on what medical marijuana really is based on what this person is doing yep that's wrong that's it's the jason christ thing all over again yeah we get judged on the bad apples and that's the part that just makes me so livid i mean wow yeah it, it makes it look bad for everybody it definitely. does it does and I feel it, very it totally defeats this. all of the work that we're trying to do right here. ah and that pisses me off <laughs> Moore said that the business is providing a legitimate service to the citizens of Libby, considering it's crap pot, probably. He probably. stated that he is 300000 in the hole. It's not his money, well, so don't suing cry people, about it. You jerk off. Jesus well, Christ. Well, the 300000 he's saying he's no in the shit. hole isn't even probably his money. It's probably 300000 he owes other people if it's even I'm that sure. much money. I'm sure. He's always got to make things sound like they're bigger than they really are. Right. You like owe me how $3 million. When when all of this first happened, remember when he had the yeah. feds investigating me? Apparently, <laughs> how did that end up? Like, yeah, what happened? Did did they get the report done? Well, apparently, you know, my kids are still in my care. Yeah, I have yet yeah. to receive a phone call from any federal agent that says I've done anything, or even have one show up on my door. Interesting. The hmm. only the only law enforcement I've had contact with in the last month came to my house by accident. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's Wrong terrible. address. Yeah, you actually want that house. Sorry, guys. Uh, okay, oh, well. so anyways, Moore suggested not making a decision that night. They already did, DA. 
But having the city attorney and the helping center's legal counsel, Mm. who, yeah, right, come up with a mutual solution. The helping center of Kalispell, for example, was grandfathered in until its building lease is up because it began operating before the city of Kalispell enacted a moratorium on dispensaries. 15 other dispensaries. Well, three. Well, yeah. But still, this is the one that I don't think should have been grandfathered in. Right. But, oh well. Uh, Let us stay for the remainder of our lease And we'll move outside of the city limits After that more more requested Adding that the one year lease agreement For the building on California Avenue Ends in October 2011 He probably promptly right after Offered to suck off most of the council (laughs) The vote to suspend the business license Passed 4 to 2 With council members D.C. Orr And Peggy Williams opposed or argued that there was no reason to suspend or revoke the license when it would be up for renewal at the beginning of the year. I think revoking a license that we've already given is weak legal grounds when we're just weeks away from issuing a new license, he said. In those ensuing weeks, we may have a decision out of Helena which mirrors the situation we have here, which may save our taxpayers tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees. Hmm. He asked that the council leave it Leave its ego at the door and take time Whoa. to seek more legal counsel on the matter. Whoa. Wouldn't discretion be better part of valor at this point? Or ask, we've got the helping center saying we're willing to negotiate with you. Why go to litigation right off the bat when maybe we still have a chance to iron this one out? The Helping Center of Montana is a group of eight separately registered S-corporations. The medical marijuana clinics are operating in Kalispell, Libby, Big Fork, and Columbia Falls, with new clinics in Eureka, Whitefish, Cumpbake, and Glasgow on the horizon, which really? I don't get because I know several of those places you can't open a clinic in. Like Whitefish, really? Uh, yeah, and a couple of those other places are pretty close to the reses. Cutbank? Uh, That's yeah. That's the res for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Maybe you should sink further legal counsel <laughs> and S this D, you jerk off. I don't like this guy. Rhonda McDowell Rowan, hmm. the secretary and treasurer, recently replaced Moore as director of the Helping Centers. You want to know why that happened? <laughs> yes. Does everybody want to know why? Yes. It's because... Kevin didn't want me to take his ass through the ringer. He wanted me to take her ass through the ringer. <laughs> that oh, That's why that happened. You're in. Because apparently Kevin believes that when I sue them or finish suing them, that he won't have to pay for all the stuff he did wrong. Right. She will. Not true. Does she know that? That that's the only reason I'm she- taking them all. I don't care who it is. I am going to... No. You do not threaten my children, my S-Corp. family, and what I believe and love and think you can walk away from that and not have any repercussions. I am just as bad as a mother eagle or a mother grizzly bear. I will <laughs> claw out your eyes and eat your heart before you have any chance of ruining anything I'm working on. Yeah. Anyways. That's right. So they're all... They're all... Going down. I don't get <sighs> how he can. That's you're spreading yourself so thin at that point, with all the lawsuits and how many of those lawsuits involve like cities. That's never good. And then yeah, we're opening like eight more shops. Three of them are on the res. One of them's in a donut where they can't be. So there'll be more lawsuits with that. Yeah. Is that your whole life? Do you just go through life like suing the shit out of people? Well, because even when I first started there, he was suing people for other business ventures that failed. <laughs> Art stuff, real estate stuff. I mean, he's uh, like always, he was uh, sitting there and I would I still remember terrible. conversations where he's like, well, as soon as I get this money from this guy that I'm suing who did this weird thing with my tax stuff that he wasn't supposed to do. I'm like, how many people honestly can screw you over in your life before you finally go, you know what? Maybe I just Maybe suck at life. Me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, every single person does not come into your life to do something negative to you so you can sue them. Obviously, there is something else that's causing all this negativity to happen. Yeah. <sighs> Some people just never learn, though. I know. I'm just, I'm frustrated because seriously, these people, they don't know what they're talking about. They spread so much misinformation. 
and they do so many shady things. They're going to get people in trouble. Yeah, it makes and, the bit the whole industry look well, bad. Well, and I truly feel sorry for the patients because I know what they're going through. Yeah. You know? I mean, I had to fight so hard just to get quality stuff for people that were dealing with stage four cancer and kidney failure and renal failure and all this other stuff. Right, like real legit yes. medical stuff. And I'm being given this crap that doesn't even yeah. look like marijuana and I'm being told to get it to these people? Yeah. No. 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 I will not do that just because you got it for the cheapest price you could find it. Right. No. Yeah, that's, that's never. Not how it works. That's never good. No. Anyways. <laughs> so is there any... Sorry I got so worked up about that. Please don't judge me based on that <laughs> rant. I am normally just a very nice, loving person, and I do genuinely care about all people. Yeah, it's but... It's just people who have screwed me... In all reality. I have issues with. <laughs> yeah, screw those guys. So on to other stuff. Yeah. What else uh, <laughs> did you want to talk about before we get out of here? Do you want to talk about Miley? What happened? What happened to Miley? Well, video uh, surfaced mm. of Miss Miley Cyrus. How does video like that just surface? Because you're Miley, you're Hannah Montana, and everywhere you go, everyone has a camera. Well, apparently she. Do you want to load this? Sure. Apparently she was at a party, and a friend of hers was recording it. And this is five days after she turned eighteen, right? Right. The girls having fun. Leave her alone. Whatever. Okay. This is one of those things that I just find funny because you know what? If there was video of every 18-year-old kid smoking <laughs> pot, do you know how many videos there would be online? Yeah, uh, we'd, we'd have to open up like a new YouTube site just for that. I just find it crazy that these people do something that we all do in everyday life and it's just such this miraculous thing, you know? I still don't understand pictures of celebrities walking around in swimsuits. I see people in swimsuits all summer long. I could care less what celebrities look like in swimsuits. But this kind of stuff, Michael Phelps, yep. Olympic gold medalist. They, he How lost many gold medals some, did he win? Yeah, a few. He lost some endorsements because of that, didn't he? Yeah, and it's something that I'm pretty sure every single person that was endorsing him did at one point in time. For sure. I mean, come on. You don't come up with Wheaties and not smoke a little pot. I mean, come on, dude. You got to have your Wheaties. Come on. Come on. But yeah, they like, he lost some money because of that little shenanigan. But do you, at the same time, though, you have to understand when you're at that level and you get endorsements from certain kinds of companies that try to put forth a nice family image. Like, if we were at that level, we wouldn't care because all of our endorsements would probably come from pot-related stuff, so it's cool. But, like, when you're in the spotlight like that, you have to know that people are going to be watching you 24-7. Yeah, you have to, but, I mean... You have to know that. You Yeah. And, I mean, this is something where they're saying the the, the footage was stolen, so it's Bullshit. not even something that was Your friend to get uploaded it right off the phone because you can do that now. But you know what? Okay, this, this is, is going to be this great. Is Look, my uh-huh. my own personal opinion, mm. just me as a mom. When I saw the video of Miley Cyrus smoking pot, and I have I have girls, you know, and I'm protective of my girls. I am. I don't want them to grow up to be crazy women. Right. I don't want them to grow up to be taken advantage of. Absolutely. I want them to be strong women, and that's it. Right. But when I watched the video of Miley Cyrus, my first thought was not, oh, no, what if my daughter sees this and she looks up to Miley Cyrus? My first thought was, why can't she clear it? <laughs> There's not that much in there. You can clear it. She didn't that. at all, See, did she? No, not even close. Eh, it's her first time, you know. As a parent, it's my responsibility to teach my children what I want them to know. Right. I will let them know whether or not I approve of what they see or what they hear. Right. But I'll let them know that I, I love them and that I want them to come with me with questions sure. or any of that sure. kind of stuff. You're you the know? great teacher to them. I don't I don't worry about other people raising my kids because I don't let celebrities raise my kids. They don't claim them on their taxes. That means if my kids start acting crazy because of what some celebrities doing, the celebrity is out of their life. Yep. 
I am the celebrity in their life. But some parents aren't like that. Some parents let the TV, you know, be the babysitter, basically. And that's insane. I always thought it was crazy how Britney Spears always got... So many people got on her about her changing. She's not changing. She's turning into a woman. Whatever. Whatever. Don't freak out because your daughter listens to her. Don't let your daughter listen to her new CDs. Only let her listen to the old ones you approve of. Enough said. Yep. You're the parent. Put your foot down. So anyways, wow, I'm just horrible tonight, aren't I? What? Am I being mean? No. Okay. I feel like I'm being, being very judgmental and mean tonight. Oh, I don't know. Maybe a little. Oh. Just just to him, though. And that's understandable, dude. They tried to F you so bad, so screw them. Well, and they're still trying to F me. Yeah. No, that's fine. I don't and I'm like not, I'm it. And I'm not a fan of Britney Spears either, so Well, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Britney Spears either, but my point is just, you know... You set the limits for your children. Right. This kind be of the stuff. Parent, for sure. Yeah. This kind of stuff shouldn't be, oh my God, Miley Cyrus is, you know, it's okay. So she did something everybody's probably done at least once in their life, if not more. Right. Who cares? Whatever. Ah. If she did it with a beard of bees, then yeah, totally post that video because I would love to see that. That would be very different. But, I mean, I watched this video. and So what are they making the big deal out of? Okay, just that. So, well, it says, ramping up, her, ramping up the perceived effort to put more distance between her adult self and her Hannah Montana past, uh. Miley Cyrus is featured in a new video smoking from a bong <laughs> during her party at home on November 28th. <laughs> in a video obtained by TMZ, which I believe it was taken down soon after. Yeah. And shot five days after her 18th birthday, the singer says, okay, I'm about to lose it now after taking her first hit. <laughs> I'm having a little bit of a bad trip, end quote. Uh-oh. <laughs> the person behind the camera says, I'm just going to document the shit out of this right now. <laughs> as the Bush song, Come Down, plays in the background. Oh, how how perfect. Yes. How perfect. Your first time, Bush, Come Down in the background. Your friend, like, on the webcam, like, this is going to be so awesome for YouTube. Totally, guys, check this out. You just, like, spiraling downward into the worst trip of your life. Right, right. Because everyone, everyone thinks I've had a Montana. <laughs> well, uh, I, yeah, I hope she doesn't go all crazy. Burger says it, like, I'm more man. interested in her sex tapes that will come out. <laughs> oh. Yeah, me too. Oh, they'll be out there soon, I'm me sure. Me According to TMZ sources, the smoke inside the bong is a natural herb called salvia. Salvia bullshit. Which has psychedelic qualities. I've never tried it. Really? Do you want to? I have some. Sure. Yeah? You want to try it right now? Well, I don't know if I should try it right now now. (laughs) Uh, You might want to prepare for it for a minute. Am I... Would I go crazy? For... Not not crazy. Just like it, it... I don't know. It's weird. Okay. Isn't it like pull you into the center of the room and make you feel like everything's all pins and needly and then everything goes... But then doesn't it only last for like a minute or two and that's it? Yeah, it lasts for like... It feels like it lasts for like an hour, but in real time it's it's lasting for like five to ten minutes. Oh, yay. If it's strong. I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, like I'll do it if people want to do it, but... I prefer if I'm in a trip to do like a mushroom or an acid well, trip. Well, yeah. Something... I don't like the hallucination that salvia gives me. It's it's weird. Yeah. For me, it's always like weird circusy, but like real creepy, dark circusy, and then like everything's all like uh, I don't know, dude. Well, you. It's like killer clowns a... from outer space. I hallucinate killer clowns from outer space. You on have kind of a creepy, dark circusy it unlocks personality, that, and I don't, I don't like you that. You know, the mushrooms are much happier. But that's for something me. that I find endearing in you. So, <laughs> well, thank you, know. you. I try. Um. <laughs> So anyway. we'll have to do it one sometime. I'll, I'll get some better stuff. Burger actually sent me what I have there, and it's just like the leaves of it. Really? But if you get the extract, it's it's pretty potent. I've heard that. It's definitely pretty potent. It's kind of expensive though. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, so she possession of a um, possession of salvia is lo- is legal in California. Yeah, it's legal everywhere. Cyrus for sure. goes on a mistake. A party goes on to mistake a party guest for her boy, her then boyfriend Liam Hemsworth, (laughs) 
Is that my boyfriend? Oh my god, he looks so much like him. He looks so much like Liam, Cyrus <laughs> oh says. God. She then asks her another party go, Is that me tripping? He doesn't look like Liam at all. <laughs> another person in the background eats from a box of frosted flakes, which was totally irrelevant information. <laughs> as Cyrus continues to laugh uncontrollably, Tony the Tiger. TMC says the video was likely copied or stolen from the person who shot it. Pretty sure the person who shot it put it up. Yeah, right. Just saying. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. Well, well. So is everyone just like making it? I don't understand what the big deal that like. Are they making a big deal that it's her and yes. she's smoking it and then she lied and said it was Salvia or was it really well, Salvia? Well, she's just an 18 year old baby and they don't want her to be associated with anything. <laughs> Pedestal says whatever happened to her dad. Yeah, whatever happened to him? Is you know he what? Still- I was trying to find stories about how her dad's reacting to it, and I haven't found anything yet. He's still around, though. He's not. Is he still Aggie doing country? In it, but oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he was. Well, because he was in Hannah Montana with her. He played her dad in the show. Oh, that's convenient. Uh-huh. Two paychecks instead of one in that case. And he's her manager. Right. Well, at least until she was 18. I don't also know if she handy dandy that after that. Cha-ching. So that's kind of where his money thing is, right? Nickelodeon money is pretty good money to be uh, a part Disney of. Disney money. Oh, and Disney? Disney. Oh, I Hannah thought it was Montana's Nickelodeon. Disney. Really? Huh. I believe so. I, you would know. I, I don't watch. I don't watch Hannah well, Montana. Well, I don't even. I don't even have cable, so I'm. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I, my kids don't watch Hannah Montana. I actually did. Honestly, they pass that phase or what? Uh, no, honestly, my children only watch old school Sesame Street. Nice. Um, uh, you know, one, and two, then, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah. eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven twelve. Hell yeah, dude. Yep. And, you know, the Flintstones, like old school Flintstones, the Jetsons. Nice. You know, all that stuff because I think those are. That was when kids programming was good. That was when we were kids and well, it was yeah. good. The crap they have now is terrible. Well, Veggie yeah. Tales, come on. You guys uh, did way better than that back in the well, day. Well, and I mean, I, I mean, my kids Those watch SpongeBob and stuff like that. Well, that's you pretty need good. Stupid humor. You right. need something Invader that's Zim. just. I love Invader colorful. Zim. Oh, I, yeah, Invader <laughs> Zim. And I mean, there's a lot of different ones out but there. But they got but to a point where they started just making complete crap. Like they had an equation and they just stuck with it and they pumped out like sad. After sad, after sad failure. Well, yeah, and then they started doing the whole Jonas Brothers thing. Right, yeah, that, that was the end of that for me. <laughs> At some point in time, you have to say no. Right. All right, well, anything else before we wrap this thing up with a pretty little bow? I'm, put it under the tree? I'm good. All right, well, thank you, Sandy. <coughs> It's Thank been you, fun. Matt. Thank you, everybody, for joining Thank us. You. you can catch this thing live every Tuesday, Saturday, hotboxpodcast.com slash live. We have a Twitter account slash Twitter and Facebook group. And there's a bunch of videos up on our YouTube page from the conference and stuff like that. So check it out. Thank you for doing that, hey, Matt. Thank you for getting me a place to sleep there and some <laughs> pot to smoke. It was great. Great time. Uh, email info at hotboxpodcast.com. You can leave us messages. 406-204-4687. So, thank yep, you yep. very much, and we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye. If you like, you we, like, this we, is where, this where you, you need to, need to be. be. <laughs> if you like, we, this is where you need to Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.